Hey there, Donna Ashton here for some real talk. Honestly, I don't like working that much, but I do like to make a lot of money. And I'm here to help you work less and make more so you can have your dream business. To be the boss on your terms, work when you want, from where you want, and maybe take Fridays off. This show is for coaches, consultants, and experts who want to leverage their time, make a bigger impact, and earn more money without working harder. Here's what you'll get on my show. Successful entrepreneurs revealing their best tips for a laptop lifestyle, my strategy and tools for creating courses, and the latest marketing trends to get your course sold. Basically, stories of real people living their dream business who also have the freedom to enjoy it. Okay, welcome. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today. I'm super excited to have a special guest, Megan Concher. So let me just introduce you to her. We're going to jump right into the fun stuff. So Megan Concher is a powerhouse superwoman with 20 years experience hidden under her cloak, who is now helping women in business leverage personal growth and achievements strategic action and humor, and it only took 20 years. I'm pleased to introduce the mistress of marketing and chief laugh instigator of the Dames Network. So welcome, Megan. So glad to have you, and I can't wait to dig into some of this fun stuff. Thanks, Donna. I can't wait to have fun with you. Yes. Okay. There's so much I want to ask here. <laughs> Why don't you just, in your own words, just tell us what you're doing now. Give us a little uh, overview of the Dames, even though now I have been part of the Dames for, I don't know, how long has it been? Maybe four or five months? Just Yeah, minute. or longer. I don't know. I, I think it happened during COVID, during the Yeah, like May. May, June, July, August. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe five or six months, so. Awesome. Yeah, so Basically, we are a network that exists as an ecosystem specifically created for the needs, wants, and desires of women running six and seven figure businesses. So we are all about bringing women together who are in a same, similar stage of business and similar, you know, time in business, experience, expertise in business. And really we have a lot of needs to continue to grow because we are all very mission driven and we have epic missions that we are here to achieve. So there's a lot of work to be done, but we want to make sure that we do that with fun, with love and with growth at the forefront, personal growth first, professional growth second, and that we have a network of other amazing women to really help support us as we continue to grow. We're an international network that has now members in 35 states of the US and on four continents. We have six chapters and are growing those chapters across the United States and Canada and eventually internationally. And yeah, we just love to have a lot of fun and get a lot of stuff done. I love it. And it's just, it's, it's so different from any other networking group there or any type of thing I've been part of before. Not that I've been part of a lot, but there's been a few. And I was like, oh, you know, when my friend Whitney was like, oh, you need to join the dames. I was like, oh, I don't know. She's like, no, I'm just telling you, just join. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I just joined. I didn't even look into it. I just listened to her and I'm so glad I did because it's, it's been quite amazing. I mean, again, it's been, it took a little kind of getting used to what you guys do, but it's so different. And the, the personal, um, you know, friendships that are already starting to happen just in a short period of time. I know some of you've been around a long time and, 
And, um, and I know you used to do a lot of in-person events, which I know has been challenging as it has been for all of us, but maybe that's built your virtual business. Have you, have you seen just, I mean, I'm here for the virtual, right? I, because I'm not in a place where you have a chapter, but I'm assuming that a lot have come on since the whole COVID thing and you've grown that piece. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, from the very beginning, I had a global network in mind, so it was never going to be limited to just the the constraints of any one chapter, because that really, I think that we have plenty of opportunities in our local areas for local-based chapters, but when you, even when you join a local chapter, it's the global network first, and then your local chapter second. It's my belief that we, as women in business, we're in the middle of this giant paradigm shift to more and more of us getting to higher and higher, more successful levels, and that what's required there is that we look outside of the four walls of our business and the four walls of our local communities, mm. quite honestly. We need to really expand our views to a nationwide market, at least, if not an international market, because there's so much capability and capacity. And we have, there's so much more growth opportunity, quite honestly, when you look at your business as having an international market, not just local. It teaches yeah. you something about yourself and the world. And what really attracted me to the dames is the fact that they were all six figure and up business owners, because that was, you know, that's where I am in business and going to seven figures. And it's hard to find that. I, I think it's, and I think it's, it's what makes it so unique. And one of the things that makes it so unique is that you've got, like you said, people at the same level or people that are above you, which is hard to find. Yeah. And it's, you know, you are, it's opening my eyes already to what's possible. And I love to be in a group where I'm not the one who's like the leader or the one that's doing everything, you know, that there are people that are like really kicking it over there doing a lot more. And it's, and that is like you said, really expands um, your what's possible and helps you bring ideas into your business that you've maybe never thought of before. And, uh, and that's already having effect like with this podcast and with my quiz and like different things that I've done. I'm like, I was thinking about it or I wasn't really actively thinking about it, but that's a great idea. So just opening things up into getting the, um, seeing what other people are doing who are a lady a little ahead of you, or like you said, in other parts of the world where, Oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> like you said, really just getting out of that box and, and kind of looking out there and seeing what's, what's available and what's possible, I think is that's really part of it because you've got to have something to shoot for. You've got to have something to go, Oh, well, if she can do that, I can do that. You know, yeah. I've been a part of very like high level masterminds and that it does really help to have that but the dames is a fun, affordable way to come in and just, you know, get a lot of the similar things. Yeah. We and, talk about that. It's yeah. important to be part of both, right? It's important to be part of a larger network where you can meet a lot more people, but then also what we do a little bit differently is the, the whole strategic matchmaking concept to connect you with the power partners that you need in order to grow your business. But we always recommend that you're part of a smaller, more intensive mastermind group as well, where you're meeting on a consistent basis with the same group of people and you're diving deeper into, into various topics. That should go hand in hand with being part of a larger network. It's both are crucial, both and. Yeah. Well, let's dig in here. So what is really driving, what, is, what drove you to create the Dames and what drives it for you? Like what's your big why? Yeah, absolutely. So I spent a lot of years 
as part of a couple of different business masterminds, actually getting really clear on my big picture, why, my mission, my vision, my values, et cetera. And those have remained constant throughout. So my big why is to create connection through fun and love. And my mission is to get more women to the seven figure mark and beyond. And my vision for the world is one where women really truly have the, the monetary ability, the physical, mental, spiritual ability to get past any kind of blocks so that we can run larger businesses. Because ultimately speaking, it's my belief and it's my vision that the women in business will change the paradigm of business in the world. And we will really start to see a different way of doing business, far less of the push uh, you know, put on more armor and warrior through and far more of the uh, taking ourselves as the number one priority first, making sure that we are living extraordinary lives, making sure that our lifestyles are in alignment with our big purpose and our big picture vision, and then having the business coincide with who we are as feminine women and being able to grow the business in a sustainable way that works for our DNA. So honestly, that's, that's kind of how it all goes together. And the reason why I started the Dames, as I had my marketing business, which I still do consult, but I've had my marketing business since 2010, I, I was growing it, I was scaling it, but it was really hard work. And I was reading a lot of the business books that, you know, vast majority are written by men. I was trying to do it the way that for centuries men have been doing it. And I just kept found, finding myself exhausted, overwhelmed, uh, hitting roadblocks, feeling like I was just trying to logically logisticize, it's not even a word, but I love making up words, yeah. my way through challenges. I was trying to use my brain instead of getting in touch with my intuition, yeah. which once I did, and once I really opened up to that understanding of the women's intuition and just our intuition as spiritual beings, it became so easy. So I kept seeing these problems arising here in Denver of women's networking events where, and, and homogenous networking events where there's men and women and finding myself, I, you know, we're in Colorado here. So I use the skier analogy. If you're a skier and you're at an intermediate level and you want to become an expert, you don't go ski with beginners. You go ski with those people who are at a similar level as you and you practice. And then you go and you take lessons or you go ski with some people who are above you so that you build your skills. It's the same kind of thing in the dames. So you already alluded to that. But what I kept experiencing here was... <laughs> I like to say being business cards stabbed to death at most events because <laughs> people would come and try to, you know, sell me their wares. And then you felt like, yeah, exactly. You felt you're constantly being sold to. And what it really creates is this energy of being hunted and feeling like you need to hunt. And so that creates a really negative space in networking. And I think that is the number one reason why networking has such a bad rep. Yes. And so from the very beginning, I said, you know what? That's not the energy we're going to have at the Dames. Number one, you don't need to ski with beginners when you're at an intermediate level. You need to ski with those who are an intermediate and advanced. So that's who we are. And then number two, you're not going to get business cards stabbed and you're not going to feel hunted because the purpose of joining the Dames is that you find your power partners, those individuals who, in short, work with the same target audience as you, but do a different kind of service or have a different kind of product. These become your golden geese and those people are the resources are the sources rather of many golden eggs for you and vice versa. So it creates an entirely different vibe, high vibration in the group. 
And since the very beginning, you know, after we vetted out the uh, really got proof of concept with the dames and I created the online global platform in 2017, we were able to start bringing in members from all around the world. Because as I said, I had a very clear vision that came in in 2017 of this being an international network. So we started out that way. So COVID thankfully wasn't yeah. that big of a hit for us. And honestly, it was, it, helped, it was probably. a booster. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it probably just kind of said, okay, well, if you want to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't stop building your network right now. That's for sure. And why go to a network that's just still trying to figure this virtual thing out? Yeah. Why not go to one that's, it's already been established for several years and we already have this, you know, down pat. And yeah. so we've always had these events where you get to connect globally with other members and trainings that are at and above your level and you know inspiration coming from seven figure women who are our dames of influence those are the tenants that we've already been built on in addition to you know comedy and inspiration <laughs> and, and laughter so that we can get out of seriousness and really enjoy meeting one another and enjoy building these relationships I think yeah. there's a lot of I, I so event. want to come to Denver though. Like when are you having a next in-person event? I need to come because it looks right. like it's going to be so much fun. And I know the summer you had the virtual event where I know you normally do your, yeah. was it your five year or something? Yep. Anniversary. Yes. And it was really fun. Just be I'm like, this is, I thought, Oh, this is late at night for me. I don't know how this is going to go. And I was like, this was the most fun event Yep. I'd ever seen online because most of them are so dry and boring that you're just yeah, like, so when can I get off this? <laughs> yeah, I'm so anti dry and boring. It's not even funny. So that's, oh my we'll, and we'll continue to do those global events from now on because yeah. it really opened it up for that too, to include our virtual members. So super. Well, fun. this might be leading into my next question. So tell me when you decided or at what point, or if you have decided to leverage like how have you put leverage into the dames or in your marketing business? Well, quite honestly, my, if we're talking about scaling, uh, looking at my marketing business, what I kept trying to do was clone myself. So in 2016, I hired another coach who I was training to be me. And then my plan was to, I had, you know, all the systems in place in order to be able to do so. I had uh, everything processed out. I had the ability to, you know, all the worksheets and everything created, started teaching her and it just, it would not take off. Mm -hmm. And same thing with, you know, I, I kept trying to find other coaches and it just, it kept feeling like this energetic block everywhere. And in the meantime, I was also building the dames on the side. And it was this side hustle, if you will, it was a, it was a product really of my marketing business. Right. And there was something about it though, that was just like, this is, this is ease for me. This is fun. This is flow. This is everything that I've always wanted in business is here. Mm. And so really it was kind of a no brainer as of 2017. I was like, all right, here's what we need to do. Here's what I need to build out. And it is a scalable model. That is plain and simple. That is what it is. We have chapter presidents that bring chapters into local markets. So it has an infinite opportunity for expansion in that regard. We can have infinite amounts of members similarly. Yeah. So there is really nothing, there, there is no limit to the amazingness that this network can become. And my marketing business is now something that I get to work with those individuals who are just the best fit in the world for me. And I still love that because I get to go really deep into businesses and make huge transformation for the female business owner, as well as the company itself, 
but it's just, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's not when you have to really sit down and look at yourself, if you're wanting to scale and if you're wanting to build a seven figure business, you have to realize what your limitations are and make decisions based on that. And I'm just fortunate enough to know and have felt it intuitively that the dames is that, is that vehicle. And it's, there's so, so much enjoyment and bliss in it for me. I love it. And I love the fact that you still have the marketing business, but you just take the cream of the crop. You just yep. take only those that you want to work with. And I know there's probably a lot of listeners who are like, Oh, if only I didn't have to take every client right. or because you need the money, right. Or, you know, those that desperation, but you can actually just work or not work with, right. you know, this little, you know, elite group over here on the side and then do it or not do it. It's sort of up to you. And exactly. because you've built something that you love and passion. Now, I know there's an example of, I think, because I've just heard from the back here that you just did leverage something in the dames when you did the, the last little group of new people coming together, like instead of doing them one-to-one, -one, is this, tell me what you did with this. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So basically just when COVID hit, um, I, things changed, you know, there were no more in-person events and that was what took a lot of our time and a lot of our energy as chapter presidents to plan these really high energy events. And so we did put the energy in to transform those into online events, but it left me with a lot more time, you know, a lot more time not going out and doing things. So I started doing 30 minute one-on-ones with potential members around the globe. And, you know, that was great because I, I was able to grow our membership and I knew it was a temporary because there was no way that I was going to be able to continue to scale that way. So actually in working with Vanessa Shaw, who's a business coach and also is our chapter president down in Phoenix, Scottsdale, we worked together to create these dames virtual roundtables, And those give us the ability to have many potential dames come on for free to enjoy an, a 75 minute experience of the dames and to really get some of that humor the education, the inspiration, and meet other women and get to connect with them so that they see really what the experience is as a member connecting with other women at their, of their caliber and beyond. Uh, and so that's been, yeah, that's been me leveraging my time to do two of those events per month as opposed yeah. to, you know, 20 to 40 calls a week. Woo! 20 to 40 calls a week? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, I can see you might need some leverage with that for sure. But it was the hard part about it was that's still fun for me. Yeah. You know, it's still well, sure. fun. We like, all love it. But like you said, after a while, it's just not sustainable. We all love to work with one-to-one -one with clients and stuff too. But then after a while, that's not feasible. If you want to grow, if you want your income, like you can only work so many hours, right? There's only so many hours in the day and in the week. And if you have a family, which most of us do, and you've got a life, which hopefully right. that's, you'd still do. Yeah. Then you've got to find a way to, to leverage and to, you know, to scale, like you're saying. And, and it sounds like the, the round table was a hit. And, yeah, uh, it is a hit. It's yeah, definitely it would really make a, um, something obviously, like you said, you enjoy, but it's just not feasible because I can't even imagine. That's just hours and hours and hours a week right. that you were talking with people, even though it's probably amazing and you get to know them all, it's, it's really hard to keep that, you know, at that level. So it is, it is. And even if I, scale it by having other team members do it. It's the yeah. same, you know, the right. same. Exactly. But, you still have to pay someone or somebody still has to do it. So right. uh, it sounds like you just kind of took it into a group. So, um, yeah. well, and what I have to say is this might be contrary to 
what you think or what some people think, but it's really important to understand your target audience too. And so when I was coaching a lot more intensively with a lot more people and somebody was wanting to create to scale themselves, what we really had to take a long, hard look at was the potential as it relates to their subject matter expertise and their target audience. Because if you are a coach, for instance, who works in a high touch, let's just say level with your clients and uses a lot of personal growth tools, maybe you dive into a lot of personal things with your clients, it can be really tough to then say, I'm going to take this to group. Or if you are someone, me personally, I prefer to have one-on-one -on -one coaches who help me in certain areas of my business where I need growth because I know that they're focused on me, my business. They know exactly what I'm going through. And I've found very few coaches having the ability to work with a group and work with individuals on a, on a close basis and give them as much value as you get one-on-one. -on -one. So I do agree that it is easier to leverage and scale in some instances. I, I also believe that it depends on what you're wanting to accomplish because in my marketing business, I never had the desire to work with 100 business owners at once. Yeah. I wanted to work with 10 because I knew that I could make extreme difference in their companies by giving them my ultimate focus. And that's what really created massive transformation. So it's important that we understand our capabilities and our expertise and our target audiences first and foremost. No, I totally agree. I mean, and I hear this a lot when I talk to potential people who are like, I want to, I want to create a course. I just, I'm not sure how I can, you know, take what I'm doing and move that into a group or into a course, like how can we do that? And so it is a process. I mean, there's not a replacement for, you know, being one-to-one -one or being in a room, even like virtual doesn't totally replace being in a room, right? Sure. Like as you see for your events. But I think there is a, 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 like you said, there's a time and a place for it. And I think when you get to a certain level, but I think having the experience of, of having that first is gold knowing yep. and I, it's so funny because there was a, a story uh in my own when i first started this business i had a, a business from 2010 which was a homeschool coaching and i built it all with programs and courses because i don't know i didn't really know that you weren't supposed to do it that way but anyway <laughs> um when i decided in the 2016 to start this business i still had the other business then I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to start my course right now on how to teach people to do courses. And my friend, colleague, mentor person um, said, you know, I think you should really work one-to-one -one with clients for about six months and just see first, like, and I was like, I was like, I was like, it was like a big balloon just like popped. And I just was like, what? <laughs> Why do I want to do that? But I am so glad yep. she recommended that to me. One, I got used to seeing what it's like to have clients because I really hadn't had many there was a few here and there sporadically but for the most part i hadn't had that so it was totally. understanding what that was like and doing that plus and it was kind of fun like you said like yeah. to really just dig in and and learn so the course that i would have created if had i not done that would have been a totally different thing because then i could see the challenges they had and i had already been doing it for so long that i, I was like kind of removed from from it as, as many times we are when we're trying to help people who are at the beginning of our, of our, of what we've gone through. Right. So it really did help me to see what they need. And, um, even in my, even in my groups since then, I keep them very small under 10 people because of the same of what you're just saying. I like to give the personal customized one-to-one, 
um, ability and I can't do that if I just have 50 people or 80 people or whatever kind of come through it so yeah, and you said the key there it's like you were able to really peek under the hood and see not just peek under the hood you're able to look under the hood remove the engine yeah that's the thing I don't know yeah. <laughs> mechanic, and okay. see what's really going on beneath the you know beneath the problems but when right. you're right into groups you oftentimes skip a lot of those layers and you don't actually get to the epicenter of the problem. So I think that's key for sure. It is key. And I have found though in our groups, there's, and just like with the dames, there is such a synergy though. And people do learn so much. Like it's so interesting to see the differences of working one-to-one -one and then having that group dynamic. I think like we said, in, a, in an intimate, close, you get to know each other. They work, we, we're in a group for 12 weeks together and they, really do learn and I think that's what I'm seeing in the dames is like you get to see what's happening outside of your own scope so there's yep. um, totally. like pros and cons I guess to to it all yeah. and it's just what where you are in your business and what you're looking to create and you know how much you need to scale up or what your goals are yeah I completely I don't I just want to be clear that I don't think it's that groups are a problem or wrong at all I think they're crucial yeah. and to the scale they oftentimes are necessary it's just really a matter of not trying to fit everyone into a certain mold and really looking at each individual business because some coaches are great at that you know they're great at group facilitation and others yeah. it's not their talent and so i do also agree that when you're in part of a group when you're part of a group and you get to hear and experience the challenges of others it really helps you with your own challenges too you know, see it from a different perspective to get different, yeah, get different yeah, viewpoints. Yeah, and, and say, oh my gosh, well, if that ever happens to me, I know what I'm, I know what I should do. Like, you yeah, know, or, oh my God, that's happening to me too, and I didn't even know it. And yeah, that's, and you can go, so oh, what can I do? And you don't feel so alone. I mean, it is, yeah. we are out here building our, and especially more than ever, like we're, we're in our own homes, we're sort of isolated from the world. And if we weren't, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time and I, it's, yeah. it hasn't really changed a whole lot for me. I've always been here at home by myself, but it is right. nice when you can plug in and have, you know, that place to go to say, hey, it's not just me, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I think people are starting to come around with that now even more than ever, you know, Absolutely. The whole COVID thing. but speaking of challenges and, and kind of helping, tell me about an epic fail that you've gone through in your business life and the lesson you learned from that. Yeah. So it's kind of goes along right along with the story that we were just telling about the round tables. My, um, it ties into a lot, right? It, it, it's all about, to me, it's all about your own professional growth journey and how that, how willing you are to go to the depths of healing yourself in order to really heal the symptoms that you're experiencing in business. So for me, the, the most current trouble that I've been attacking, if you will, a challenge that I've been attacking is the, my propensity to fill up my calendar and to really feel like that is where my value comes from. And that is where my, you know, it, I've had this long running money story that you have to work hard. And in order to work hard, you have to be working long hours. And, you know, so that has been a program that's been running in my, in my body, right. <laughs> really, yeah. quite honestly, Fueling, I'm sure. a long time. And so that doesn't typically change by just changing your schedule. It doesn't typically change by just having a coach that says you need to work less. Mm. Well, no crap. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> yes, exactly. So for me, 
there were a lot of things that helped along the way. And, you know, one coach that I worked with even pretty early on helped me create a time blocking schedule based on natural rhythms. So really understanding myself and when I work best on tasks, when I work best on meetings, when I work best looking at the big picture, so on and so forth, and then really blocking my calendar so that I get everything done. So I'm really grateful that I had that lesson, you know, early on, let's say even like eight years ago and more than that, maybe. But as I was going, that didn't, that didn't prohibit me from continuing to fit more and more in my schedule. And especially in 2018 and 19, I was fully running both my marketing business and the dames. So I was working, I mean, I was still doing a pretty damn good job of only working about 45, 50 hours a week, but every single day was really packed. And so I would get to the end of a day and just be totally walloped and then have to do it again the next day and the next day and the next day. So I realized I was, I think I was energetically testing my abilities to see how much I could handle. And I proved to myself that I could handle a lot, but I also proved to myself that I wasn't enjoying my life very much while I was doing that. So I actually came across a book. It's called Do Less by Kate Northrup. Yeah. About two years ago maybe a year and a half ago, I read it last year and I was like, okay, those are cool concepts. I get it. Interesting. But then COVID hit. And then I started packing my calendar as we were just talking about. Yeah. And I realized, oh boy, I've done it again, but in a different way. Like I've, I've freed up my calendar from a lot of sessions with clients, but I've still got this same habit going of packing my calendar. So I read this book again And I really, you know, like I, I highlighted it. I got it committed to memory. And then I listened to a webinar that she did, Kate did, and I ended up buying her planner. And so the planner is a system where you really track your energy levels on a daily basis and you create plans on a weekly basis. And then you create monthly plans and you create seasonal plans and you create annual plans, but it's all related to your feminine cycle as well as the cycle of the moon and then other like productivity cycles that are related to women's nature. So it makes sense for me because on a physiological, on a, I can't say that word on a physiological (laughs) level, as well as psychological and spiritual, it really made sense to me and aligned with my beliefs. So now I'm able to have times of the month where I get, have more get shit done tasks that are being completed and times of the month where I'm out there and I'm being seen and I'm creating a lot more video content and I'm you know, recording a lot of podcast interviews and times when I am planning and just okay. you know, really looking at the brainstorming aspect of business. That all has really helped me to create a schedule that I love and create a schedule that I don't wanna pack because I'm like, no, this is my time to get projects done and to not feel the overwhelm of all the tasks that are piling up during these other phases where I'm not needing to or wanting to work on those tasks. So long story short, figuring out. I have not seen this book, so I've heard of it, but I haven't got it. So I might check because I'm loving everything you're saying, because I know when I get too tasky and too dewy, I, I, I go, okay. And then I, I go, I have to go do something creative. Like I have to go, you know, go do something. And, and, um, I love the whole cycle of the moon because I already kind of follow that myself. And so I know there are times with set intentions and times to do stuff. And even in my own cycle, I feel that 
I, and I'm sure there's probably some, and I haven't really read the, the whole behind it, but I know certain times I'm like, I am just kicking it and I'm just getting shit done and it's just going. Yep. And then there's the other times where I'm like, I don't really feel like doing all of that. I just want to kind of like, you know, relax. And that's probably the creative time, you know, to kind of. Well, and those do. are the times that you get to give yourself permission instead of what I used to do, which is beat myself up because yeah, I'm get not. Get out there. You're not doing enough. Yep, exactly. I love it. I love it. Okay, great. So then what would you say is your superpower specialty? You could sum it up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's accessing fun and love and then channeling that into everything that I do. Every interaction, every event that I put on, if it's not fun, I wouldn't want to be part of it. So why would anybody else? Uh, but at the same time, it's also this aspect of love and really, are we loving ourselves in everything that we're doing and if not how can we teach others to do so while also growth being right behind all of that so to me it's this consistent journey of growing ourselves and growing our businesses and so sometimes we need to do things that are a bit more tactical sometimes we need to do things that are a bit more strategic so it's not all about you know just having having fun so to speak and running around and playing all the time. I wish we could do that. Yeah, but that's good too. But I think we, as a, I know for me, that is the thing that I'm lacking the most. You know, it's like, I'm so serious about my business. It has to be all this work. Even though I'm like the work less, make more, I still like, and it's so funny because I pull, I have these like cards of the day that I pull. And yep. today's card is prosperity's sister is our happiness joy, joy. is happiness and joy because i'm always oh. about i gotta make the money i have to make the money but then like you have to have that peace and i don't know maybe i'm just a driven woman you know i have to like constantly put that masculine in check and go okay you know do go outside go to the beach yeah. today like do something fun what do you do for fun i'm like i don't know let's go find something you know because i'm so over here and i think a lot of you're you know, not alone probably high level women are you know they're, we're still following that masculine well it's i mean just hard think, to break out of it yeah i mean it's just it's been embedded in our culture in a patriarchal culture forever and that's not saying anything against men or male energy it's not no, it's, it's just, just we are different beings and yeah so it's it's very counterintuitive for a lot of women i'm an i'm a you know my husband said it earlier today he's like oh because you're an overachieving woman and i was like i'm not i'm not an overachiever he's like come on so i realized like okay i have that in me as well but i've worked really hard to say you know what it's not true and actually when i really look at it the more time that i'm taking off the better i am the more pro productive I am, the yep. more I'm getting done, the happier I am, the more joyful I am. You know, Shannon Hernandez, who I think you've met in the yeah. game, her philosophy is that money follows joy. And it's so true. And it's, you know, I have this quote that's sitting right here in front of me that says, the more that I relax, the more money I make. Oh, I love relax. that. <laughs> And the more so I relax. Because we're so like, I have to go do something to get some clients or go sell some courses or whatever. And it's, yeah. and I know in, inside that is not the right thing that I need to do, that I need to go out and go to the beach and take a walk and pat my dog, play the piano, do something that like fills your heart with joy and get in, get out of that doing stage and get into the fun being stage. So I know yeah. that's another whole conversation we can have. <laughs> but it's important. And I think that yeah. that, the sooner that a woman in business can have that transformation, the better, quite honestly. Well, because, because things are just so much, it's like so much easier and so much lighter. And you're like, 
And you really do get way more done and have- What was I trying to push so hard when I can just kind of flow along instead? You know, let's not go against the tide. Let's just ride in our tube down the, down the, the river, right? Yeah, exactly. Why not? Like, you're in the river already. You're yeah. on your tube. Why the heck are you trying to paddle back upstream with your arms? Like, I you're don't know. <laughs> What the hell? We're not salmon. We don't have to swim upstream. It's I'm cool. I'm saying let's lean back, have a margarita in the tube with us, and float down the river. <laughs> totally. Exactly. Why not have more enjoyment? I know. I agree. Okay, one more here. So yeah. was there a moment in your business, or as you've done that, I say the business, your dames is the business, or that you realized the sort of work less, make more approach was real or was working. Well, there's a moment where something happened and you're like, oh my gosh, I can just go or I can just do this or like, oh my gosh, I've really leveraged in a way that I can, it's working. Like, you know, we all create, want to create these businesses, we're the boss and then we become tied to them. But going now, looking back, what can you say was there that moment? I mean, there was a series of moments for sure. Um, but like I said, there were many years there where I was just determined to continue to read more business books and, you know, listen to go to more retreats and go to more workshops. And I was going to make this marketing business fly. I was going to make it work. Do you feel the energy of that? So I was going to do it and it was going to, whatever it cost me, whatever, you know, none of that mattered. And so I found myself at a point of being definitely exhausted. Yeah. Um, still drinking and binge drinking to really escape my life after I'd worked so hard all week so that the weekend was just a giant party and then Monday was hell and I'd started all over again and because I thought I had to and my hours were like you know any given client I was spending let's say five to ten hours a week on uh, I would say five in general and I was working with 10 to 15 20 clients at once so, you know, it's a ton of work, a ton of involvement. It was over consuming. And to the point where Sunday mornings I'd wake up and I was like, ugh, I have to work all day because I have gotten, you know, I didn't get everything done from the week. I need to work all day. My husband was like, man, you really just like, why do you have to keep working on Sundays? You hate Sundays. The weekends just became not enjoyable. Yeah. You know? So, you know, there were a lot of changes that I made in 2017 because I realized all of the stuff that was incapacitating me. So I quit drinking in 2017, decided that no longer did I want alcohol to be a barrier to me achieving my biggest vision and my biggest dreams, which it definitely was because I was prioritizing it to a lot of other things, including my health. Mm. So there were a lot of things personally that I changed there, but then most, you know, most of all professionally was 2018 was the year that I really founded the Dames as its own company because I could see very clearly that it was going to be a vehicle to freedom for me and that it already is. It's still, if not more enjoyment than what my marketing business was in terms of the level of connection that I have with clients, but certainly in terms of time, way more scalable. And I can have people, I have people on my team who handle a lot of the things that I just can't. So looking at the profitability of this business, it's way more profitable. Looking at the scalability, way more scalable. Looking at the energy level, it gives me like probably 10 times more energy. Looking at every single aspect of this business, I really, 
and I didn't even decide fully until 2019 that I was going to move my focus 100% over to the dames. Not 100%, but pretty close, 90% over to the dames. I didn't even realize that until mid-2019, beginning to mid-2019. So I just, it was a gradual journey. And so what I can tell women who are listening, it's a journey. And so don't get down on yourself if you feel like things aren't going right. But if you're not accessing more and more of yourself on a daily basis, and if you're not growing personally and professionally, if you're not making incremental change or big leaps of change, then I, wanna, I want you to ask yourself why. Why are you holding yourself back? Why are you doing the things that you know don't work? Why are you continuing to do them? Why are you continuing to be around the people you're around, You know, have the habits that you have? Why are you continuing to do that? Because in effect, we're creating our own quote unquote failure. And I don't believe in failure. I believe everything is part of the journey. But yeah, why are you choosing to do that to yourself? Because you have a more fun journey, right? <laughs> yeah, ultimately speaking, you're the only one who's in charge. So, so what are your weekends look like now? Oh man, like a whole weekend to do whatever I want. Most of the time, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But at least two days a week where I'm just, you know, I'm hiking, I'm outside doing work in the yard. I'm playing with friends. I'm playing. Sounds like I'm a kid. I'm going up to my <laughs> friend's okay. house and be like, Hey, can you play? Uh, you know, I'm hanging out with my dog. I'm hanging out with my family. I'm spending time with my husband and stepdaughter, like the things that I have always wanted to do. And in non COVID times, or even in COVID times, I'm going on little vacations and I'm able to now plan and go for four to six weeks someplace Amazing. because I, I don't have to be the one who's handcuffed to my business. I have the systems, processes, and people in place to give me the freedom that I've always wanted. I tell you, and this is something I've been talking to a lot of guests about it just in myself. I mean, money is money, but freedom and time is, is the thing. Like you can always make more money, but the time goes by, you know, and as I'm moving into my later years, my mid, you know, and I'm, when I hit 50 last year, I was like, oh my gosh, you know this is just my life. It's not, you know, I've got to show up. I've got to do the things I want to do because there's, you know, someday, someday is there is this here. Like if I don't do it now, when, and, and that whole thing. So I love that you're like taking advantage. And like I said, as, as business owners, we're so focused sometimes on building the business that we create a, 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 a chain. Like you said, we're handcuffed to it and we can't get out and we go into business to, be the boss and of course to help people and to make, you know, a difference, but you know, we, we want to be our own. We want to have that freedom. And I think many times we get, we get pulled sucked down into something that's hard to get out of. So um, I, I love hearing your story, how you moved into something that will, will now serve you and that you are the boss and even over your own business <laughs> for you yeah. showing up as the CEO and you can leave. I think that's the ultimate freedom where you can say, I'm gone for a couple of weeks. I'm going, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'm planning a trip. If we can go, my kids are seniors. I have twins and they're graduating this year and I want to take them to Europe yes. when they graduate for a few weeks. So that's sort of the goal. And hopefully we'll be able to do that or we'll have to do something else. But I want to say, yeah, I'm gone for three weeks. Have yep. fun. Like do, you know, and I there's, don't have to be the one. Yeah. There's there. some planning yeah. required in making that happen. But yeah. what I, I just want to say to those business owners who maybe haven't part of, part of the reason why the dames is for women running six and seven figure businesses is it, if we were to rob business owners of the journey of the early stages, 
that would be very unkind. I think there's a lot of initial battle scars that have to be incurred and lessons that have to be learned because we we hear all the time, especially women leaving the corporate world and starting their own businesses, that they're doing it to have more freedom. And oftentimes they have to go through the gauntlet of uh, the shackles to their business in order to really get on the other side and achieve the freedom that's, that's there. And so if you find yourself in that place, you're doing nothing wrong. It's part of the journey. And I, you know, there are a lot of personal growth and professional growth activities like working with Donna is a good example that you can do in order to unenslave, to remove those handcuffs. And we can't rob you of that journey because it is crucial to the business, to the growth of you as a business owner in really understanding that you're not the technician only you're the, the technician and the expert in your subject matter, but you also are needing to understand the accounting and finance and the marketing and sales and the HR and yes, every aspect of business that is part of the journey. And so if you jump right in to a network like the dames, it's a lot of whiplash mm -hmm. because you are not going to understand the level of conversation that's happening. And you need to go through those growth stages and the group like the dames keeps our integrity of women who've got those loving battle scars <laughs> right <laughs> those lessons and have right so strong inside to be able to go to that yeah. next level which is mo money mo problems more <laughs> zeros at the end bigger problems. problems bigger money but bigger problems yeah. right yeah right we have to we, we have to grow just like a child that doesn't you know go from zero to 16 they go through the process of, of growing up and learning and, and as a parent you do the same thing like oh my gosh the problems when they're four are a lot different than when they're 18 so yeah. you know you've got to go you have to grow and I think I, it, it is it is a journey and I don't know a better journey than being a parent and having your own business that that'll cover everything <laughs> for you exactly. personal development and just like seeing what you're made out of and learning and growing and um, like you said, I mean, we have to have a little bit of that because it makes us who we are. And, um, and then we decide whether we want that or we don't want that. You know, you kind of have to have that, like you said, a little bit of that so that you can go, okay, that was good for now, but now I'm ready to, to move on or I'm ready to go to the next level where I've learned so much. Just like I was saying, I took those private clients. I did that and it was great. And it was, uh, I'm so glad, you know, that, yeah. that someone told me to do that because it just would, I would have skipped that piece and not understood. So I, I totally agree. And I think that's a great point to bring up. So, yeah. All right, great. Well, I know we could sit here and talk forever, but I don't want to keep it too long. So um, tell me what you've got going on here, how people can, can connect and um, what the best way to, to get in touch with you is. Definitely. So if you're a woman running a six or seven figure business, or actually you're in a director, VP, or C-suite position at a large organization, we'd love to have you apply to join the dames. And if you are somebody who'd love to experience what we are before you know, buying the car, come to thedames.co forward slash roundtable, and there you can come into one of our free roundtable events that are happening a couple times a month, experience the dames, and then you know, join from there. So that's the best way to experience us. I'd love to connect with you personally. You can find me on almost every social media platform at Megan Conter, and I'm sure that'll be in the, the notes. I'll have it all, yeah, in the show notes. You can find uh, the Dames at the Dames Co. on just about every platform as well. We'd love to connect and 
you know, I have a lot of fun stories that I share in my own personal world. I'm an open book. So finding me on Instagram is usually the best place if you're wanting to connect that way. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Megan. Thank you for sharing your story and your successes, your failures, and letting us kind of take a peek inside the, the, um, the mastermind behind the Dane. So I appreciate it. And um, okay, you guys, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for dropping in and spending time with me. Does your dream of working less seem a bit closer after that episode? Mine does. And I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and move you closer to your goals. And if you're wondering if you are ready to do this, hop over and take the Create Your Course quiz for instant results on your next step in the course process, createyourcoursequiz.com. Check the show notes for all the links at donnaashton.com forward slash podcast. Before you go, if you enjoyed the conversation, make sure to subscribe to the show to get new episodes each Thursday as they come out. And if you're on the Apple Podcast app and want to leave us a quick review and some love, that will help spread the word to motivate others to work less and make more.